want to stay in the same situation, then continue doing what you're doing. You guys can get on board and go down this four-lane highway and just rock it out, and you don't have to have a decade of learning process. Meet people where they are. If you want to have all types of clients, be a Rubik's Cube. Meet them where they want to be met. We have to know our numbers. We have to know how much we want, and then what, how many deals do I have to close to make that a reality? What I want to do over the next half hour or so is give you clarity on the items that really are going to generate money for you and allow you to do things you want to do. So if you're not currently being coached by the people in the industry that are doing it at the highest level, then you're working too hard to get there. This is the Next Level Loan Officers Podcast with Kenneth Travis and Sean Zamanoff. What's up, everybody? Sean Zamanoff with Kenneth Travis, Kellen Vaughn here with Next Level On Air. Gentlemen, how are you today? It's another day in paradise. Man, Kellen, we're trying out, beautiful we're trying out new Next Level swag today. Yeah, you can get yours for $59.99. <laughs> if you guys can't see, Kellen is actually trying on ball caps right now. Next Level. Yes, man, not only are we going to deliver late breaking mortgage news to you but the latest and greatest in next level fashion will be yours today they can see us live uh ken they can check us out on our youtube channel and they can actually watch these podcasts uh as we as we record them so if you want to be more uh a part of the group come join us over on youtube check them out and you can watch them and all of our antics as they happen. And you can see us on, on our blog, uh, on nextlevelolo.com. You can text the word 36, or you can text the word next level to 36260 and download our app to get our podcasts and all the latest and greatest info there as well, too. So, Oh, I'm surprised you remember that number, Sean. It took hey, you man. long enough. What? I remember that number well, and I remember your social security number really well. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Heck yeah. So guys, man, it is uh, we today uh, for a frame of reference, just in case you happen to be listening to this in the future, it is August 14th of 2019 and rates are the lowest uh, that they've been in quite some time today. Uh, Kellen, you mentioned earlier that very even switch to the 3% coupon uh, for the tracking on MBS highways. That's right. So uh, as those, as many of you know, uh, Barry Habib, good friend of ours, MBS highway, if you don't subscribe, I highly recommend it. It's well worth your time. Um, Barry today, if you follow or you get his text message, actually switched to the 3% coupon. He has a great video on his website right now about the inverted yield curve. Uh, now for most, well, myself included, you know, what does that mean for us? Um, what's interesting is, I don't know if you guys remember, but we had Barry attend our mastermind event in Dallas in May and Barry predicted two things. One recession was coming and rates were going to be lower. Well, half of that's come true for sure. The other half I think is now pretty well locked in. And that's the, um, the two year treasury is actually pricing better than the 10 year. And so that's an indicator that not a lot of people have faith that in, in the long term of, um, you know, a, a, a bull market that there's a, uh, definitely a recession on the horizon. Now, what does that look like? I don't that has yet to be seen, but a great article on MBS Highway this morning from Barry, and he, uh, of course, summarizes it much better than I ever will, but I highly recommend checking it out. And if you don't subscribe to get his alerts to stay on top of what's happening, then uh, you should do that as well. Yes, so, so, so here's how, how this works with the inverted yield curve. So as 
Kellen was saying that the two-year yield is actually paying better than the 10-year yield. So if you invested money today in a two-year bond, you would get a greater return in the next two years than you've invested that same money in a 10-year bond. Now, the, the big thing with this inversion that, that happens is every time this happens, and it is like clockwork, there's seven times, I think, since 1950 uh, that this has happened. Or actually, I'm sorry, seven times in the last 50 years that this has happened. And every time the yield curve's inverted, we have either been in a recession or one has followed right afterwards. And every time that this happens, 11 times uh, since 1950, we've had some sort of recession. And every single time that we've left the recession, rates have been less than when they, we entered the recession. So, right. I mean, we all have killer rates in the market right now. That means that they are probably going to go, if history repeats itself, which it usually does, even lower in the next eight to 24 months. Well, so it was interesting, Sean. Um, one of the things that Barry said, which I, which stuck out to me was he said, he said, uh, rates have already gotten lower, but wait, they're going to go even lower. So his prediction is that they are to your point is that they are still going to progressively get lower and lower. Now he said to us, if you guys remember at that meeting in May, he said, it's not going to be a straight line. Right? It's not going to be a straight decline, maybe some days where it bumps up and bumps down, but overall, we will see that decline. And, and based on what he said today, his feelings are that there's still room to go, which is pretty cool. So the one thing he cautioned, he said, you know, the recession is great. It's great from a loan perspective, meaning rates are going to be low. There's going to be a record number of people who are in uh, territory to um, refinance, which is going to create a lot of business for a lot of people. However, with that is also going to come higher unemployment. And so we as loan officers need to understand that that higher unemployment doesn't always, isn't always a good thing for us. Um, less people without jobs generally have a hard time getting a loan. However, <clears throat> housing will remain strong. Those were his words. Housing will remain strong because interest rates will be low and that will drive people out of renting into home buying. And so it should be, it should be good. I don't know what that run looks like. You know, um, I don't know timing wise how long we think we have, but it should be a good year or two, I would think at least. Yeah, I don't think anybody really knows. Well, I'm positive actually nobody knows exactly what that run looks like. But one of the things that we all have to keep in mind when I talk to our loan officers, our coaching clients, and just people in general about the market, I mean, we are in or exiting the longest period of expansion in right. the history of the stock market. And most of us are, you know, we're, we're still pretty young. So, the two recessions ago was the beginning of the millennia. I mean, it was, you know, 2001, 2002 when that happened. So we then had the great recession since then, which is the second worst economic downturn in the history of, of economic downturns. And so many of us have that perception of how bad that was. Right. We don't know what's going to happen, but the chances of another recession of that magnitude, uh, is very unlikely. It should be more of a, a quote unquote normal recession, which still means stocks are going to dip 30 plus percent. Uh, but 
the, the market is not going to go down like it is. There's less than a 2% supply of inventory on the market. There was a, almost a 4% supply of inventory of homes on the market in 2007 when all this tanked. And for all of us originating loans right now, even with some of the non-QM that's back, I mean, the quality of loans being produced today is still, if not at very close to, to record highs in quality of product that's out there and people's ability to repay. Oh, there's, yeah, there, there's no doubt. I don't think we'll, we'll see it again. It, it'll be a blip on the radar. And again, it's a correction. I don't think it's necessarily <clears throat> a bad thing. It's just, uh, it's just going to be an interesting ride, but you know what guys, I think we'll always take lower rates. I read the other day, this was last end of last week. Um, somebody published that said there's now almost 10 million households that could benefit from a 1% rate reduction. So their current rate is 1% higher than the average 10 million households right now, which is the highest number it's been in many years. So um, definitely, uh, definitely exciting. We'll see, we'll see what happens. But you know what? The people didn't all come here to just talk about rates, John. Ken, we're beyond rates. We're more than rates, right? We can all agree. It just happens to be the hot topic of the day. And of course, here on the Next Level Loan Officers podcast, we give people what the hot topics are and what they want to hear. I'll tell you the other big buzz, you guys may have seen this floating around. Um, this has certainly been a hot topic around uh, my office as well, is um, the Zillow State Farm thing. Did you guys see this? That there's a, there's a, a partnership now between Zillow and State Farm. Um, it's interesting, we get a lot of, Zillow is a hot topic. Anytime we go anywhere, when we talk to loan officers, there are always questions about Zillow. Do I invest with Zillow? Do I not invest with Zillow? Are Zillow coming to take my job? What are they doing? And there's a lot of mixed reaction out there in the marketplace. I read another article that said, you know, Zillow is slowing down their mortgage presence. And another one that said they're getting involved with, you know, State Farm and all these others. So guys, what do you think? What is your thoughts, advice, or uh, just overall opinion to loan officers who are listening to this about Zillow and their movement in the market? Yeah, I don't give a shit. <laughs> there you have it, folks. All right, well. Done with that. Next. Uh, so, <laughs> it, so it's actually really interesting because Zillow's stock is, is tanked recently. I, it was trading a few weeks ago at like 50 bucks a share and it's down to like 35, give or take a little bit. Um, Steve Eisman is... Uh, probably a name that nobody knows, but he was one of the main investors uh, in the big short and betting against mortgage-backed securities in the 2006, 2007 era. And he said that um, Zillow's business model is broken with what they're trying to do with getting into home purchasing and getting into the real estate business. And that he actually uh, thinks that the, the company is doomed for failure. Uh, well, but, but again, like, it's Zillow is just another big box company. You know what I mean? They're not going to take over the mortgage industry, right? Like there are companies that are, uh, they're probably got a lot deeper pockets than Zillow. Um, to answer your question, Kellen, like, yeah, I'll do some marketing with Zillow. Um, I don't like it. I don't enjoy it. I don't like giving them money every month, but you know, I have some real uh, realtor partnerships that I've had for many, many years and that have produced um, a great amount of referral business to me. And after you've been working with them for three to five to, you know, six plus years, uh, and they say, hey, we want to do Zillow, 
and they want you to help participate in that and you're already getting enough organic business from them to justify the expense of it, then I say yes, right? Um, but I haven't worked with you before and we don't know each other and you come ask me to do Zillow, I'm gonna tell you to go pound sand. Like, no, I'm not doing that, right? Because we bring so much value um, you know, in our class. And that, and that would be the message I tell a lot of loan officers is like, yes, there's a lot of, like there is, there's a lot of hype around Zillow and oh, they're getting into mortgage business. Well, so is Amazon, right? We've been hearing about Amazon coming on board. Like, I don't care who comes on board. I say, if we're the mayor of our town and we have good processes and systems and teams in place, we're going to go out and hunt Buffalo and we're going to kill what we eat. You know, so like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's just my opinion. Like, I don't want to live in like the fear mode of like, oh my God, what's going to happen. But at the same time, to your guys' point, it's like, we have to be mindful of this stuff to some degree, I think. You know what I mean? Even when it comes to rates, it's like, where are we going? You know, talking about recession a while ago, guys, like, dude, I made more money in this business during recessions than I ever made when it was, you know, not a recession. Katie, you know? I got a question for you. Yeah. So like, you know, we, we both been doing this a long time and I remember like 2010, you know, housing market's bad. And like my friends are asking me like, Oh man, how bad is it? And like, I mean, the only response I could give was, you know, it could be better because I really didn't, I felt bad how much, how great it was. Um, I mean, it was just, we were just making so much money rates had dropped so much. We were helping so many people and you know, the byproduct. Uh, of our business of helping people is yeah. we get rewarded pretty handsomely in the financial world for that. Yeah. I mean, look at all like when rates drop, they're talking about, well, recession's coming. Good. I hope it comes. I do. Cause then I'm going to be debt consolidating a bunch of people right. <laughs> and refinancing them and selling people money. Hey man, we're in a recession. I need to save you money. You know what I mean? Like I just, I know that sounds bad and I'm not talking about like a hurricane's coming. I'm going to sell bottled water for 50 bucks a case. I'm not talking about that. But I am talking about like, like really genuinely helping people save money and, and using the recession as, you know, a little bait to, to get people to move, you know? So let me, uh, let me throw this out there. Um, and Ken, you just mentioned it when you were talking about Zillow. And, and I think this is a question that a lot of people have as it relates to their ad spend or their Zillow or, or whatever. And let me preface this by saying, um, being entirely RESPA compliant here, right? Like we're never paying um, money for leads or anything like that. But a lot of people say, well, hey, I've got this realtor and they want me to spend $100, $500, $5,000 a month with them on marketing, with them on Zillow. Yeah. And my answer to that has always been, well, what's your return on that investment, right? A lot of people are quick to dismiss it and say, oh, no, I don't want to do that. That's not a good use of my money. Well, is it or isn't it? You know, do you, do you know whether it's a good use of your money? To your point, Ken, I haven't done some co-marketing on Zillow for several years now. And every, you know, 90 days or so, I look at it and say, you know what, am I getting leads both from Zillow and organically that justify that cost? And, um, you know, I run those calculations and it's got to make sense, gang. It's like anything else. You wouldn't spend money on anything else unless you were getting a return. So just make sure that when you look at that and you're evaluating whether or not I'm going to spend money with this person, this agent, am I going to get that return? 
which means yeah. Zillow has to provide enough leads to that, that turn into closed loans that then allow you to justify that cost. Uh, I mean, that's a good point. And I've got just happen to have something on my desk. How convenient. Uh, this is a report, Kellen, from exactly what you just said. This is a guy, a real estate agent locally that I uh, spend, I don't know, I'm going to say 1500 bucks a month with on Zillow. That's a pretty big check that I have to write every month. And I printed this report because I had lunch with him on Friday of last week. And I printed this report off to see all, and these are every Zillow, this is all of it. This is like 40, 50 pages here of, of stuff. And we went through and we had lunch and we sat down and I was like, okay, because I track if it's a Zillow lead or if it's an organic lead or whatever. And I track this stuff and I went through there and we highlighted them all and we went through them together. And we just, we discovered that continuing to use Zillow is a very good use of our money. Sure. Right. Cause he spends 1500 bucks a month too. So it's right. $3,000 a month. And so we were seeing, and, and it was actually slow, right? The first, uh, the, the, you know, the last, you know, it, anytime during the summer, I mean the winter months, third and fourth quarter, it kind of starts slowing down a little bit. What picked back up anyway, we ended up running the numbers on it. And, uh, I think we were like 68,000 and some change in the plus dude, I'll do that. Right. I'll write $1,500 a month to make $68,000 in a 12 month period. And so we just went over it. So to your point, man, like you have to track it, right? Like you have yep. to make sure you're tracking it. Make sure what you're spending and just do the math on it if it's good use of your time. And uh, I can tell you, man, I have probably two or three other Zillow relationships with that I do the same. They're not at that big of a scale. They're like, I'd say 200 to 500 bucks a pop a month, you know, not mm -hmm. a lot, you know, but I get organic business from them. I can go in and easily know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, like if I'm going to spend 500 bucks a month with you, you better by golly send me a deal. All right, I will cut you. I will fire you and throw you off Zillow so quickly because like, there's no reason to spend money, you know, on that stuff if you're not getting a return. But I found that like a lot of loan officers are spending like 75 to 100, 150 bucks a month. It's just not enough spend, in my opinion, with them or the other agent to really get anything from Zillow. Just being real about it, you know? Well, yeah. And it's so no, realtor dependent. Like, I mean, yeah. some realtors are just great with the leads. Yeah. Some aren't. And I mean, you know, KT, you were mentioning like the end of last year, beginning of Q1, like it was terrible with Zillow. I have a couple of loan officers. One came to me, he spends over a thousand bucks a month. And this is, this is a relationship that he's had good partners for four or five years and it just wasn't paying off then. But he's been getting like a five, six, seven to one return year over year. And I was just like, bro, like, don't stop now. Like you've got to understand all the money you made and just being real. If you stop paying for this, I know 10 other loan officers who will sign up in a second. Um, I've got, I mean, I, one of my loan officers paying $3,400 a month with a, with one realtor. I mean, they're paying so together with that $6,800 that they pay, but they crush it together on there. You know, this when you know, the industry people or sometimes they come out and say, you know, don't use money. Don't spend it there. They're capturing your client's information, man. You know, we talked about this for Zillow to move the needle, for Quicken to move the needle. They need thousands of loans a month. They need hundreds and hundreds of transactions. Yep. Bro, four or five transactions makes a difference in, in the life of my family. And so I just don't have that scarcity mindset. If I can do something to put 50 or 60 extra deals on the plate for my family a year, yeah. man, I'm doing that. Well, you're 100% right. And what they don't have to, which you, we hit on, is the local piece, right? So they don't know the market. They are not, they don't have a local office that the borrower can pop into and drop off documents and all this, you know, there's that comfort level as well. And that's, 
I think we're, we're where we will always win as loan officers. Now, do we have to be mindful and cognizant and watch what they're doing and keep an eye on it and be good stewards of our industry and, and be professionals who are engaged in what's happening in our environment? A hundred percent. But should it paralyze us or cause us to you know, really shift our tactics? I don't think so. I think you've got, like I said before, I think we've got a time here. And this is quoting Barry. If you guys remember when Barry joined us um, in May in Dallas. And, and let me give a quick, a quick shout out here, um, a quick moment that we have a Next Level Loan Officers live event coming October 18th and 19th in Fort Lauderdale. And rumor had it, and maybe Ken, you can confirm, or Sean, you can confirm this, that Barry was going to be there as well. Is that true? Yeah, absolutely. Now, I had to do some favors for this now. Oh, God. I'm just letting you know, like, I'm like, I'm, I had to do some favors. Okay, right. well, we'll keep those off the air. Yeah, we'll but keep those off the Listen, off the if, um, if you have never heard Barry speak, and you have never heard him walk through his, not only what he sees is coming down the pipe, changes the economy, interest rates, et cetera, but his methods to going out there and converting some of these people into closed loans, it's mind-blowing. It is phenomenal. I would highly encourage you to check us out. Uh, you can go to the nextlevello.com website. We have our events on there. You can click on that link. You can buy a ticket to the event. That's October 18th and 19th. Barry's going to be there. Of course, we'll be there. It's going to be a great time. So if you're a loan officer and you're looking to shift your trajectory, you want to change the way you do some things, maybe it's broken, you're spending too much time in the office, you're not closing enough loans, join us um, for that event. So sorry, guys, that was my quick plug. But what Barry had said was, now is the time. He said, there's never been a time like this where loan officers have so much opportunity laying at their feet. You've got a great uh, economic environment and you've got a phenomenal interest rate, Mark, interest rate environment. So make hay while there's opportunity. Don't sit around and wait and let this opportunity pass you by because you've got a chance here to really uh, create some, some wealth and put some reserves away. Kellen, was, was this uh, past winter a little bit slower than the last few winters for most of your guys? It was. It was. KT, what, KT, what about you? Uh, yeah, dude. Man, it sure as heck was for me too. Yeah. It's, so like, it's six, seven months later right now. Don't forget about that. Like, That's right. That time can happen again. I mean, yeah. we are talking about, I mean, six-figure extra retirement money that you can make per year over the next several years to bank away and save in addition to everything that you're doing for your normal business, build up that clientele. You know, KT, you know, you actually, you were just reminding me of Jeff Bezos when you were talking before. And uh, I hate that guy. I'm sure. Why would you... I remind you of him? <laughs> well, man, I was going to say it's a compliment because, you know, he's a pretty, pretty decent business guy. Don't take any marriage advice from the guy. Um, but you know, we're, we're, we're talking about Zillow. So like, who knows if Zillow is going to be here in 10 years from now. Yeah. And, uh, and I saw an interview with, with, I was actually reading an article uh, from Bezos and they were asking him, what are you focusing on right now? That's going to be, that's going to change in the next 10 years. So you can be there. And he said, you know what? He's like, I, we don't focus. He's like, that's a question we ask ourselves all the time in our meetings. We don't focus on what's going to be different in 10 years. We focus on what's going to be the same in 10 years. And we do those activities and those things better than everyone else. So being the mayor of your town, 
having that wall built around your clients, having that wall built around your referral partners. So if Zillow helps you build that wall, if they're realtor.com, whatever it is, helps you build that wall so they're only looking to you, who cares what the next thing is in five or 10 years from now? Be there with them, be their partner. And yeah. Continue to build that wall so when the next thing comes that we're buying and investing in together to grow our businesses, you're still their guy. You're their gal. So, uh, so earlier you guys started laughing to my first initial response. And uh, we got to give a little plug for uh, Ryan Speltz here. Mm -hmm. He says, uh, you know, I was typing. I don't give a shit when KT said that. <laughs> so, <laughs> And you know what? I don't think a lot of loan officers, I really don't, man. I don't think they care. I, I don't think the busy ones care. I think if you're a loan officer and you don't have a lot of business, you're like fearful and you're looking for, you know, the doom and gloom, chicken little and the sky's falling type of mentality. If that's you, just get out of business. You're not no. going to survive anyway. Like get your ass out and allow more business for us seasoned people to, to take it because we will. And, uh, and you know, it also, it also goes back to like, like like you can be successful in this business if you want to be, if you don't want to be, you won't be right. Like that's, that's the end. Like it, like that's the end game over. Like either you want to be successful or you don't, you know? And, uh, and Kellen, man, like when we talk, when we've had these conversations with Barry and I've heard Barry speak, man, it's crazy to me that like, he's right, dude. Like it yeah. is so easy right now. You know, if, if, if the loan officers will, work a little like like manage their time better and work a little bit more focused i'm not saying you have to work harder i'm just saying that it's like we have a window an undisclosed amount of time we don't know how long this window is going to last but we have a we have a you know we have this window that's opening it may be 12 months it may be 18 months hell it may be 24 months we don't know but whatever it is it's like feast or fit like get after it right that's it i mean you're talking about putting away some generational wealth for your family KT, i mean I even, everyone should be working harder right now. Yeah. If there's a time to put in an extra hour, a few days a week or every day, like, I mean, explain to your family, like what the market conditions are and what you're doing for them and yourself. We're not saying work till midnight every night, but damn, make a few phone calls, stay, stay in the evening, do something to yeah. capture all this business. Yeah. I think I'm going to go get me a t-shirt that says, ask me about interest rates. <laughs> <laughs> Refinance. Like, I'm not kidding. Like, hey, who's that that get I'm that plaster on the side of your truck, KT. I'm telling everybody. Hey, we we just had a, a guy at our event in July. What's, what's uh, Maurice? Yeah. Those shirts all the time. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Well, listen, gang, this was awesome. Thank you, Sean Z and KT. Uh, you guys would make a good like radio, the Sean Z and the KT show. And uh, thank you guys. This was awesome. Thank you to our next level audience who uh, was live with us and, and uh, for sending in your questions, comments. We always appreciate that. Uh, this has been the Next Level Loan Officers Live podcast. Check us out every week. Also, go check us out at nextlevello.com. Uh, click on the events tab and uh, come join us at our next event. We've got yeah. them all lined out there for you. Yeah, and KV, real quick, in closing, can we, uh, uh, Sean said it earlier, we have, a, we have a free Next Level app. It has our event page and stuff on there. Guys, yeah. like, get the app. It's free. Text it. what's, the te what's the text code? It's, so you text the word next level. One word. Yeah, one word, next level. If you can't spell that, like. N-E-X-T-L-E-V-E-L, what do they text it to? Three, six, 
3260. Awesome. Thank you, everybody. And we'll see you on the next one. Peace out. Yeah.